Don't mind me. I'm dying over here. <laughs> we are live. Wow. Merry Christmas. To be fair, we were on time. We were just discussing things off the record, but we were here on time. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve. Oh, yes. Merry Christmas Eve to those who celebrate oh, or those who just have a day off and just are benefiting from that. Wonderful. Happy for you. <laughs> and, you know, happy whatever day this is. To just anybody who survived 2023, a traditionally really shit year. Yes. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, I feel like every year has its ups and downs, right? And I feel like sometimes we can concentrate more on the bad shit, and I, I have a bad habit of doing that, too. But I feel like I got some good things going in 2023, and I think 2024 maybe is just going to be more of, like forward motivation for that but i feel like i got some good ideas and a good foundation of shit in 2023 i feel like i got my shit kind of well i'm happy out. for you because this is like one of the worst years of my life i can understand that especially like with the <clears throat> the actors guild strikes and everything because you were you know really set into the you know the film thing you're really rocking and honestly rolling with it. And it's it just set you back. so much more than that like it's it's that and honored other things that I'm not going to get into because I try really hard not to air my personal shit on the podcast. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, it's been, it's a, it's a, been a real, real shit one there, but. <laughs> so what, I, okay, so maybe we could do like a yearly recap. What were, was there anything good that happened from this year though? I got a cool new job. I don't even think I've talked about it on the on the podcast yet. Um, but yeah, I uh, went from literally not knowing like what the fuck I was going to do um, to finding a halfway decent place of employment. I may be surrounded by Trump supporters and idiots, but hey. <laughs> you take what you can get at this point. Exactly. <laughs> a nice paycheck and that's all that matters at this point god kill me oh tetra brighton is in the chat tetra tetra. yes belated solstice as well i just think like it's always the solstice in the month of december it's just the solstice the entire month of december as far as i'm concerned Hello. Oh, Chris is here too. Hello, Chris. How are you? Hi, sweetie. I wasn't sure if Hello? who would be joining on a Christmas Eve recording session, but it just so happened to fall on our typical Sunday, and we have the time to do yeah, it. And it's so like, here we are. I it's, already wrapped it's all not, my presents. It's not like it's the evening of Christmas. It's Christmas Eve's afternoon. Right. <laughs> and it's the Lord's Day. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> Oh, you were showing the presents and the. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We got some presents. Um, I wanted to do a little bit more presents this year for like my cousin's kids because she's got like younger kids. Um. But I had a five hundred dollar medical bill slam me at the exact same time of the holidays, and I was like, "All right, these <laughs> kids ain't Christmas? getting shit for Christmas. They all are gonna get a New Year's me. gift." Ow. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, ouchies. 
um yeah it was the fucking i guess whatever i had to pay for my copay for this fucking device that i had when my foot was healing it was a what was it called a bone stimulator stimulator. yeah it was a bone stimulator you got to gotta love the modern medical american system hey so we didn't let you die and we could have so you owe us pay us right um but yeah so anyway they were like merry christmas here's a 500 hundred dollar medical bill due right in the middle of december so any christmas presents that you wanted to buy not happening or you'll use your credit card which i fucking refuse to do yeah it's just evil Anyway, so the evil medical system kind of fucked me into that, but um, we have a do little. Uh, we have a nice little bit of presents over there, so we'll, we're going to Ruse Mom's later. Good. I wanted to try Bye. and be more festive this year, and I was mm-hmm. a little bit like more when we went to the Parade of Spirits because I got all dressed up and whatnot, looking fabulous, fabulous. Um, but yeah, like in the house, I just didn't get the house like really decorated or anything like. Mm-hmm. Didn't get around to it. No time. No energy. <laughs> no nothing. Also that we had oh a wonderful I... time mm. at our solstice retreat last weekend. Oh yeah. That that's... was just a week ago. Um <clears throat> that feels like a lifetime ago. Which unfortunately oh, half of us got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but it was a great time with South Street Circle. Shout out to Jim and Aaron and Lexa and Vincent. Those are all the ones that got sick with Corona. Um, shout out to the ones uh, who got sick. Sorry shout that. out to the ones who got sick. Um, shout out to Alex who rode with us and we had such a wonderful time. But yeah, it was nice. I saw a, a bright, glowy deer in the in the woods and a face in the fire. And I don't know if that was magic or I was just high, um, because Jay couldn't see either. <laughs> yeah. But either way, it was an experience. And I got to tend the fire all night. So that was fun. I got to cook mm-hmm. a ham over fire. It's funny about me. I don't really like cooking like normally right like every day to day but like in a camping situation i'm like yeah let's cook shit over a fire i want to cook everything on fire (laughs) it's just a better way to live to be honest like (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm gonna be real like i don't fit well in a modern setting i don't i my body slows down massively in the winter because i'm supposed to be fucking not necessarily hibernating, but being in something similar to bears called trapore, which is like where you're not necessarily sleeping the whole time, but you're conserving energy and like waking up and rolling around and taking pisses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm not supposed to be fucking working in the winter. I'm supposed to be taking her easy, you know? I'm not supposed to be out here fucking running myself ragged doing endlessly rep- repetitive tasks, you know? I'm supposed to be doing like a bunch of different jobs that are required to like sustain the multi-complex needs of living, whether that's like carrying water or chopping wood and all of them are different tasks that come together to build a healthy style of living instead of just like fucking breaking me down, you know? And it's like, I, I, I fucking hate cooking in a kitchen because I have a lot of like trauma associated with like family and kitchens and like, modern cuisine and a lot of modern cuisine is just like 
way overcomplicated in flavors for me. Like a lot of sauces yeah. are too much. Um, I'm like, just stick like, a hot dog on a stick and put it over the damn fire. It's not like <laughs> I'm not that bitch who's like, mm, I don't like flavor, but like I'm not that person who's like, oh yeah, like I need like the bruschetta and this and this and this and this. Like just like no, don't come so, at like, me with the bruschetta. <laughs> Look, look, it runs in my blood. At, if I delicious. wanted to come at you, I'd talk about charcuterie. <laughs> <gasps> no. We were just talking about a charcuterie board yesterday. Yeah. Uh, fucking Katie came over and she came. I love when Katie stops over. Like, she will literally stop over my house just to talk shit. Like, on, you know, just, you know, shit going on in our personal circles and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Or, like, talk shit about her mom's bullshit or whatever. But of course. <laughs> but she will literally drive over my house just to talk shit. And it is just like such a good time. Um mm -hmm. <laughs> and she was talking about like so what was it her her partner had tasked her with the mission of going out to a grocery store the day before Christmas Eve to get stuff to make a charcuterie mm -hmm. board. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, good luck with that. <laughs> Can I tell you a secret? Mm. I hate charcuterie. It's not for everyone. It's definitely it's not horrible. <laughs> you have like pungent cold meats that I I don't like meat just being like cold and floppy and overly powerful. I like I want meat. I want it to be like a little bit like maybe so not crunchy like, on the outside. You don't really like salamis and pepperoni and like stuff Fuck like that. No. Yeah, it's not your Fuck thing. no. Yeah. Oh, gross! I'm just over here dying. Don't mind me. <laughs> the Italian is and slowly and then y'all y'all have like fucking blue cheeses and shit, and I'm like, eh. hmm. You know? I do. I really only eat like blue cheese with like wings, like something hot, because it like it counterbalances the spice. If I'm eating like spicy it wings stinks. or something, but yeah, there is a stinkiness to it. I will say, like, I'm kind of. I'm very like in the middle when it comes to cheese, right? Like I could take it or leave it because I am lactose intolerant, so I have like a threshold of like the amount of cheese mm -hmm. that I can put in my body before yeah. I die. You're what I call variable lactose intolerance, which is the same as, as me, yeah. which means that you're lactose intolerant, but you have a small threshold that you can take because your body processes it at an mm -hmm. extremely slow rate. Like, if you just eat a little bit of hard cheese that doesn't really have lactose in it, like, fuck, you're fine. Yeah. Butter doesn't do shit to me. Butter mm -hmm. is fine. But a bowl if of I, ice cream? If I cross, <laughs> oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. Or, like, eating. I can have, there's, like, a. I think I calculated how many uh, creamsicle bars I can have before I have to shit my brains out the next day. <laughs> how One many is, is fine. <laughs> Two is pushing it. Eat three, you're fucked. Yeah, you're doomed. <laughs> That's <laughs> Maybe with... if you're lucky. When you space them out, you can handle three. You eat that fourth one, there is no coming back from it. You're no. done. That's how I learned I was lactose intolerant because I used to be able to just literally have a dinner of cheese and dairy and just a glass no of milk problem. and followed up with a bowl of ice cream and <laughs> like straight uh, up, like uh, just uh. dairy after dairy after dairy after dairy. And then it wasn't until I met this horrible man that my body <laughs> decided to be like, no. And it was while eating a pint of Ben and Look. Jerry's. I used to be able to eat a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's. No issue. Now, if I do more than like half problems. 
bad without some lactate. Right. Uh, no good. <laughs> I'm going to be wretched here, uh, but I don't care. Um, it, anybody else who's lactose intolerance get the lactose farts? Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's oh, like it's you gnarly. can smell your body ain't processing it, and you're like, oh, they have like a smell to them, let's yeah. just say. Not to gross out anybody who's listening, but like if you're lactose intolerant, you can feel it and you can smell it. That is something. Oh, so yeah. if you're not sure if you're lactose intolerant or not, I never like got tested or anything like that. I just literally was like, oh my God, I ate some dairy. I ate some ice cream. And now I feel like my gastrointestinal system is about to explode. <laughs> and so. Yeah, your GI tract is like fucking stressed out to the point of like meltdown. Yeah. So if you eat dairy and then a little bit later, or instant, like it depends how quickly it reacts for you. But if you feel it a little bit later, um, and if you have some particularly toxic gas coming out of your body, then yeah, you might be lactose intolerant. Yeah, <laughs> lactate and, like, is a very like cool people... thing. <laughs> so it works for you. Oh, it doesn't um, work for you. I feel it. I feel like it doesn't make a big difference when I eat a bunch of dairy. If I'm just being honest, I mean, maybe it does. I don't know. I'm not the queen of uh, dairy shits, but. Yeah, I've I haven't found a great big benefit from lactate personally, mm. uh, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, no, you 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 know if you if it's not for you. But mm. anyways, let's stop grossing people out. Huh? As we're in the season of of eggnog, but they do make. Oh, I have seen dairy free eggnog out there. I think even lactate brand. I think they make an eggnog, so it does exist. It's expensive as fuck, so you know. But you know, treat yourself because it's the holidays. I really don't Our fuck milk with eggnog either. Seven dollars a gallon, and I have accepted that—that <laughs> that I have to pay seven dollars for milk yeah. so that my bones don't crumble. <laughs> right. You could, you could, you could just cut somebody's head off. We could, yeah, we could do that. It's like messy. Yeah, I think guillotines. Guillotines. You know, it's a, it's just an alternative paying method that um not a lot of people have heard of um but you just you get a guillotine card which is like a, a specific type of blade and like when you're checking out you just say here's my guillotine card i'll kill your ceo if you don't let me take this food for free and then you just walk out of the store <laughs> the cops never get called ever finger guillotines <laughs> Yeah, well, if I see a finger just... guillotine, I'm going to guarantee I'm not thinking about putting a finger in it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My thought pattern every time I pick up a cigar clipper. It's going to be real good. to be real good at clipping a politician's dick off. Just saying. Gosh. What? I'm not antisocial. I just hate the bourgeois. Is this? Oh, Chris was saying I had a roommate in college who was lactose intolerant. I wonder that my homemade chocolate powder, oh, homemade hot chocolate powder mix had powdered milk in it and used hot water instead. Oh, oh no, no, oh. that might be fine oh. too. So lactose actually goes where the uh, the liquid is, so that's why hard cheeses tend to not set off people who have lactose tolerance issues. Um, what ends up happening is, oh, is that Scott? Hello. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> First you tell us no, and then you tell us yes. I'm just glad you're here, bud. I did say, but 
I did say it was like if you want to pop in for a minute, you know, because I know yeah. I think you're going to Darian's I, mom's or something. You said I am, yeah. So thankfully, though, uh, due to not like not like drama or anything, but like just due to like family stuff, like mm. things getting together and stuff, like you know, putting things in place, mm-hmm. I have time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll Come say on. this: you didn't miss much. We were talking about we were talking about lactose shits. Yeah, we're talking about uh, being lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh god, which is not fun during the holidays. No, it's not. It's horrible. <laughs> I remember. Are you lactose? Happy you're not lactose holidays. intolerant, right? Huh? You're not lactose intolerant, right? I was when I was younger. Ah. What? How? The fuck you know, is that? Little... That's polar opposite of how it's, it's supposed to go. Witchcraft. No, believe it or not, you can genetically grow out of it. Even my pediatrician used to say it. <laughs> Rose, like in a state of shock, utter I know. shock. A lot of people, a lot of my shit. friends, especially when they're older, um, when they find out that, like, when you're born with it, a lot of people born lactose intolerant. Because I used to have to be on a special formula because of my lactose intolerance, mm. and um, it to- it was expensive, and like my mom always used to bitch about it. But uh, over the years, when you're on that special formula, and you start getting older, you have a chance of growing out of it um your body changes and you adapt um unfortunately what a lot of people find especially nowadays where you have millennials and stuff where we start coming into it later on when you're a teenager in your early 20s and all of a sudden you start developing lactose intolerance generally speaking you kind of keep it (laughs) there's no uh there's no going back the other way. Apparently. Ugh, I just well, want a is, refund. But Fuck. people don't like what the solution is. Uh, bioengineering? Fecal matter transplant. Oh. Would that They work? literally take a, a little... Yes, that's, what, pr- that's yeah. the surgery that they use to make it work. They literally take a little bit of poo out of you and put it into me. Right. Bada bing, bada boom. Wow. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I have heard that that does a lot of things for like like gut based stuff. Um, it can really change your mm-hmm. life. They did make a really funny South Park episode about it. Um, <laughs> that I did say, <laughs> which was pretty hell. fucking great. <laughs> yeah, it was. I feel um, like I've been living under a rock. <sighs> it's a uh, Kyle. Kyle's the the Jewish kid, right? With the with the mom that. Yes. Oh yeah, Kyle's mom, right? So um, it was her. She got um, a fecal matter fecal matter transplant, and it like made her lose a bunch of weight. And then all the women in the show then got fecal matter transplants. That's, I mean, it, it's I swear I've watched every episode, and I don't remember that. <laughs> that sounds so gross. But <laughs> it's, it's cool. I mean, like I like the idea of it. I get it. Uh, hey, you you don't like the you don't like the lactose. You take a little poop out of your and put it in you. Hey, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> it just sounds like some back alley like procedure. Like it just sounds. It, does. it really it really does sound like some shady shit. That, like your friend, you're like your friend named Michelle from California, who like habitually wears yoga pants everywhere she goes, is telling you about like. The this new fecal thing. matter transplant you gotta uh, fucking try and you're looking at her sideways going girl um, do you hear what you're saying <laughs> talking to the crunchy friend like um <laughs> 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 
the country girl's like, yeah. so you mean tell me you're going to take a little bit of poo from me and put it in my butt? Oh, crunchy, crunchy, not country. Oh, I knew, I knew you said oh, crunchy, and that's I why I, I laughed so hard. Country, I was like, crunchy, crunchy. Nah, you know, you know, you hear what you're gonna hear, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm from the country. I hear country when people say crunchy. Oh, I don't okay. know what the fuck a crunchy. <laughs> I don't even know what a crunchy friend is. Anyways, don't tell me. Oh, okay. You sure? <laughs> I yeah, want to know. I'm not okay. in the know. There are those people that, huh? I want to know because I'm I, I'm a hermit. I don't know what that term means. What does that uh, mean? So crunch like crunchy moms, crunchy whatever. So crunchy yeah. now means like you know those people that are like I don't believe in germ theory. Okay. They don't think you can catch sickness. They think like sickness is something that happens due to like stress in the body. Oh, like, there's like no the like manifest there's no, imbalances sickness. of the ickers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we're like, back it, in the 1700s. Yeah, you got demons like, in your blood. <laughs> Yeah, do cocaine like, about they're, they're that, you know, and they're like the whole like um, you know, the people that like worry about gluten even when they're not oh, sensitive. Like, yeah. it's all oh those my people, god, you know, and like um, essential oils can cure my cancer. You know, you know the deal. Yeah, <laughs> my stepmom does that shit. She's like, I'm gluten intolerant. I'm like, girl, I have read studies that show that you're full of shit right now. But whatever. I mean, there are people out there. Like, if you got celiac disease, obviously oh, yeah. she know. does not. She does not. She does not. And then I suppose she's a middle-aged Karen-ass white woman who probably thinks that she's saving herself weight that she's gaining from not eating uh, whatever the fuck, and then claiming that it's for that reason. I guarantee you, my stepmom does not actually have a negative effect from eating fucking glucose or gluten yeah and i think i think you can have like a sensitivity to it or whatever like sure sure. i know people who do totally but like i know my stepmom's full of shit about it right you know you can Uh just kind of tell when some people are just like i don't know they're just being extra i'm gluten insensitive i'm gluten intolerant and she's eating spaghetti and you're like hey (laughs) (laughs) this bad also, I just wanted to say I'm dying over here at Tetra's uh, comment in the chat. Uh, crunchy folks are the ones who shop at Whole Foods. JK. No, you're, you're exactly. You shop at Whole Foods like all the time. Like, yeah, crunchy. There, there's there's crunchy definitely correlation back. for sure. There's a correlation, exactly. <laughs> Trader Joe's too. Correlation. Have you ever heard of you have Sprouts? Oh, what is Sprouts? I heard bring, about Don't sprouts. bring Joe's into this. There's no. going to be a Sprouts at Roosevelt boulevard that new shopping center right. we're going full hipster baby <laughs> what is it like a like a cheaper it's... whole foods or more expensive oh, whole Google foods it. um they're Look. sort of like if whole foods and trader joe's had a baby but oh. the prices are supposed to be more trader joe's than they are whole foods, whole foods. i i like that Still seems overpriced. Look, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Can we stop making new stuff, society? Jesus Christ! A lot of us can barely keep up with how much there is already, and it just doesn't stop. You keep making new germs. You keep making new foods. You keep making new things. It's like I am new fatigued. Okay, just like can we just like stop for like a year? Just like don't make nothing. Don't fucking put nothing in front of me. Don't fucking like do anything just like 
like let's refine just what we already use have. What you already got. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that yeah, way. Like, yeah, come on. I used to be really into like getting the latest phone, right? Like, <clears throat> especially yeah. like with Android, I was like, oh, the Samsung, this. You know, the now I'm like a I'm a Pixel guy now, but. Google owns my money. Yeah. Actually, no, the Pixel, the reason why I went Pixel is because they're fucking cheaper than the goddamn Samsung phones. Because I was looking at the, like... Oh, I know that. Samsung's are fucking expensive, man. Yeah, like, I was looking at one. I was like, I am not spending a thousand plus dollars on a cell phone. I'm just not doing that. Yeah, fuck that. And so the Pixels, I think the the one I got was, like, maybe, like, the first one I got was, like, three or four hundred bucks, like, full price. And I was like, fucking right. That's what Mm -hmm. I want. But... So yeah, I'm a Pixel guy now, but yeah, I I have a crack like on my phone, like the camera thing is just mm-hmm. like cracked. But I just I can't be fucking bothered. Like I could, like I do have the means, like I could go and you know get a new phone, whatever. But I just don't fucking care. Oh yeah, you know, get a whole <laughs> new phone. Just let those kids keep slaving away mining the fucking cobalt and lithium in third world countries and replace your your phone extra quick and magnify the problem simply because there's a fucking crack in the glass. God, I hate modern consumerism. Yeah, and I'm like, I wonder exactly. if I could just get that piece of glass fixed. Like, I wonder if I... Cause I don't oh, even, you can! I don't, yeah, because I don't think the actual, like, camera lens itself is scratched or cracked. It's just the Kate the glass mm-hmm. over it. I might just look at a phone shop and be like, can you replace the glass? Yeah. Uh, I... Not to totally go... go- oh, sorry. No, not to go- totally go back. I was... Uh, sp- sprouts to whatever that oh, conversation was. Um, it is a... Uh, they offer a wide selection of natural and organic goods, including fresh produce, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, it started as a fruit stand. It's called Sprouts Farmer Market. Started in Arizona. Food capitalism. Foodopoly. Cool. Foodopoly. Foodopoly. Well, if we want to talk about that, let's just talk about the commodification of everything. Because what it means to commodify something is to turn it into a commodity that like has to be bought and sold consistently. Like right? Water. Like that's why yeah, <sighs> it's a com- it's it's a fucking commodity at this point, right? And uh I wanna say that like sometimes through the night 90- 1800s some really rich venture capitalists realized that the most profitable thing that they could do was to price gouge people for basic necessities because it's not like a specialty product like say a really nice knife or like a a fucking really nice hat you know Mm -hmm. you're only going to replace that hat if you need to and like if you got a nice enough knife like fuck you might never need to replace it right but like you get people on high prices on their food. Well, shit, you got them every day because they got to eat fucking, you know, 15 times a week at least. You you get somebody on the price of their water. Well, they're, they're fucking beheld to you because they literally can't exist without that substance, right? And so that's why capitalism is like, not to say it wasn't evil before because it was always evil and it was always building up towards this type of bullshit. But like back in the fucking day, you could still just like fucking dig a well and drink your own goddamn water, right? Now you can't even fucking do that because they polluted the groundwater, right? Like everything leads into capitalism becoming the source of all the ills and then sold as the solution to us, right? 
when like we're literally letting people socially engineer our society to maximize the amount of human suffering so that they can maintain an unfair advantage over other human beings as long as humanity exists because that's their goal like let's be real rich people don't need this much money so that they can buy stuff they need this much money so that you don't have it and they can pass it on to their descendants and they can keep their family rich until the end of fucking time, just like the kings always wanted, right? Because it's always about making sure that one small group of people are running shit and everybody else is fucking beheld to their interests. That's why capitalism goes that way. That's why white supremacy goes that way. Like all of it. It's all the same shit. You know what I mean? Anyways, Enrand. Hell yeah. And all very linked to each other. You know, they all feed each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually have, I guess, like a similar issue. Um, My SIM card and my brand, you know, I just got this phone during the summer. Mm. I have a Pixel, Google Pixel mm. 7. Nice. And uh, Google updated, did like an update. Mm-hmm. And apparently they started, it started messing up people's SIM cards people have the pixel 7 so uh the other day <clears throat> my phone started uh acting funny and it wouldn't connect it, it connects to the internet but not you know i can't call i can't sms hmm. text um and now it's like only emergency calls uh no sim oh it's just and not just reading your on my phone and uh oh. So their update completely destroyed my brand new phone, and mm-hmm. they're like, um, my mom had to call because I'm not on the. Uh, to make a long story short, my father set up the account. He's very ineffectual. Mom has to go through it because they won't talk to me. It's a whole big mm-hmm. bullshit thing. Um, the lady was like, "We're gonna send you a new phone yesterday." She's like, "I have it overnighted. It'll get to you yesterday." You know. Mm-hmm. Did it get here? No, no, not at all. It's not obviously not here today, and it definitely won't be here tomorrow. No. So I have a phone that I can only talk through Messenger, <clears throat> and the thing is, like, this phone isn't cheap. No. Not no. that like I spent a lot on it. My mom did her Italian mom thing, and like you know, people got scared of her at the Verizon store kind of thing, <laughs> and um. <laughs> And of course, I was sitting there going, Mom, Mom, <laughs> <Relax>. Mom, stop. <laughs> and then she's like, No. I was like, Oh, God. Um, but uh, yeah, the phone's not cheap. The bill's expensive. And uh, to go back to what Sophia was saying, instead of like offering to, I don't know, fix my damn phone, we're going to send you a new one. It's not a new that one. Was- though. Yeah. Even though my phone already is new, because I just got it, like, in the summer. <laughs> um, they it's only a few months old. to give you a huh? new SIM card? No, they're going to send me a whole new phone. That's not going to be a new phone. It's going to be a refurb. Mm-hmm. Correct. So you spent whatever money. See, that's the, that's the shit that really pisses me off, is that you just spent X amount of money on a new phone right oh we're gonna send you a new one you're not sending me a new one you're sending me a refurb of someone else's problem and that is what pisses me off the most it's like 
And then I guess people could argue like, well, that's recycling, you know, that's like good use of these devices. And I'm like, but it's not though. Like you could just set up stores that are service centers and that would give people jobs and their job could be to fix the phones. You know what I mean? Like to fix the problem. But no, that I actually like this thing. I would rather mm-hmm. keep the one I have because yeah, it's exactly. already set to like everything in it's already, you know, to you my liking. Set it up. Like I don't want to have to go through that again. I Plus, think your SIM I didn't card's actually the know problem. about the refurb. Huh? I think your SIM card's the problem. I think if you just activate a new SIM. I honestly don't understand. Yeah, if the update was affecting people's SIMs, I don't understand why they wouldn't just hold on. That's what the lady said to my mom. She said, she literally, my mom says to her what my problem was, and she goes, uh, does he have a Pixel 7? Mm-hmm. And she goes, yes. And she's like, we're having that problem due to an update that Google sent out. And then she like, and another thing too that I always feel like, I mean, I hear it all the time, but I also kind of like, why should I have to worry about it? She was like, you never leave on the automatic update. And I was like, if you if if these updates were done in a way that like, in a way that they should you. be, why would you roll out an update that's going to break people's very expensive technology? Right. That is total and utter bullshit. I used to work in the cell phone industry, and Rue did too. We both Same used days. to. Yep, we both worked in the fucking industry. All of what they told you was a complete... long time ago in the age of contracts. Yeah, it was a complete lie. All of that is a lie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that. I'm sure that Google released an update that did X amount. Yeah, updates roll out and they bork people's phones all the time. That's the shit part. But on the the part of the cell phone provider, like they're just they don't want to hear they you complain. They could have just given you a new SIM card. I think a new SIM would be fine. fine. I thought, yeah, that's what I would have tried first, rather than sending out a whole new device. Right, and like that's like you know, like there there, there are two options where follow these ridiculous like you know. Go reset your go into the settings and yeah. do the network reset thing. Yeah. Did or that, even if like, you oh, did you restore it to factory settings? No, because that could also issue. be that would also be something I would try too. You know, just re wipe the phone, reset it, and then. But you got to make sure yeah, your stuff's it seems up. really it seems really backwards to send hardware to replace a software issue. Mm-hmm. But that's Mercury Retrograde for you. Uh, <laughs> I swear. Is it? Yeah, until the first. Uh, first. Yeah. That um, makes sense with all the bullshit happening in my life. That's right. If I'm not telling you about my personal problems on the podcast, it's because they're so bad I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> Ole. Oh, Chris was saying that iPhone has a new update that makes your phone automatically share your name with other nearby what hold on i'm gonna drag this to this screen automatically share your name with other nearby iphones with this update and you have to manually shut it off we are living in a tech dystopia i'm just gonna call it we have no fucking oversight because our politicians are old and stupid and bought out and unwilling to do anything and we have new stuff being invented constantly that's driving up 
human misery rates massively and these old fucking bastards don't care about anybody but themselves and they get kickbacks from these corporations we're already in a, in a fucking cyberpunk techno dystopia it just comes without cool implants and upgrades it just means that we all suffer under fucking modern neo-feudalism while fucking big tech companies roll out policies that affect everybody's fucking lives that nobody consents to we need to have a say in how our fucking society is run when such a small minority of people control so much. Like, it's out of control. It should have happened fucking 10, 20 years ago that we redistributed this shit. But we're just letting these fucking Elon Musk dickbag motherfuckers who have no talent, no brains, just buy shit up and dictate world policy. Let's just fucking kill them already. Fuck. I, I Anyways, need... Drop I the need, mic. <laughs> I need to learn how to sew and send Sophia like uh Victorian like like proper woman's guard you know the the petticoat the you know and I need to like get like a soapbox like an old wooden soapbox right and just like put her somewhere in like a town square somewhere where she is and be like listen Go to for me it. <laughs> with a bell she has yes. to have like a bell in hand <laughs> we here. all agree to consent to a society that makes us suffer if nothing's fair why do we do anything what the fuck are you doing I scream that at people constantly uh, I would like to believe hey, I there's a gift <laughs> I would like to believe in the following generation like we're talking about it now. It will only continue to get louder and louder and louder and louder. Change like this happens incredibly slow. And this is me saying it, Mr. Aries, Mr. Firesign, who wants everything to happen right now. Um, well, change is slow until it's fast, right? Like, hmm. things weren't changing and then, oh boy, COVID hit and everything fucking changed overnight into a cyberpunk dystopia. But look at how we're back right to it, though. Like, COVID policies are gone um like it depends it, where you are um i would say that covid policies are gone because like i i use philly as like an example because it's a super liberal city we were like hardcore like covid is real get your shit together kind of city and mm -hmm. we have no covid policies anymore they're all gone <laughs> So, like, it's come to work if you're still sick. You can still go to the doctor if, you know, like, go and go about your life, even if you are positive. It really just doesn't fucking matter anymore. Um, that's uh, well, the we are part. starting to build up a bit of a fucking herd immunity. Not to say that we actually have herd immunity, because that's different. But, like, COVID isn't killing people in the mass numbers that it used to be. Yeah, right. it does kill people still, but um flu kills people still and we've been mitigating that for fucking hundreds of years so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so That's it's true. yeah so i mean i do see that like it seems that the strains are like they're more contagious more infectious but not as deadly and so yeah i guess we and just that's have to... why it's endemic and not a pandemic anymore. yeah but that's and, why and that's so. and, and don't listen to us too much we're not virologists you know, like there's people yeah. more educated on this subject. I work in a recycling warehouse. Like, <laughs> the shit could ramp up, and I don't know. Decide to wipe us all out. I really have no idea. You know, it's like Sophia said, we're not experts on Look, this. Look, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reiterate 
to the same thing to, that I say to everybody with the doomsday theory. We're not that lucky. Come on, think about the world we live in. Do you really think you're going to be granted release from this suffering so simply? <laughs> Come on. Everyone, and every time I say that to somebody, their eyes go wide and they go, oh no, she's right. <laughs> well, I, th I think what it is for me is like, even in an apocalypse scenario, not every person is gone, right? So it's just a one oh, world ended and a new one started. Like I always think of that show that Rue showed me, um, fucking The Strain. Like once like I mean, those nukes get set off, right? It's like not, really not everyone dies. Not everyone vaporizes into particles and that's it. It's like, well, now there's just this is what we're doing now. This is how we're I surviving. I want to make a point about this too. <laughs> Multiple apocalypses have already occurred mm -hmm. in this world and are occurring right now. But because it's not a white-centered one, a lot of the Western world will re fail to recognize it as such, unless like the white colonial structure falls apart, right? So it's not a it's not an apocalypse if you know like Gaza is getting bombed and people there are getting removed from existence because it is an apocalypse for them, right? Mm -hmm. Um. But we don't view it as that because we don't really want to engage with the severity of the situation, you know? We really kind of want to play the, oh, you know, it's not that bad, or, oh, you know, they're still going to survive. But it's like, no, like, indigenous people in, like, Turtle Island had a fucking apocalypse before, mm -hmm. um, or, like, when settlers showed up because, like, That's an so much of, yeah. like, the old way of, yeah, there's so much of the old way of living in the old world is just gone. You know, mm -hmm. like there's traditions and there's cultures mm -hmm. that still carry on in their traditional ways. And I, I love that. But like, let's not let's not act like um, colonialism didn't do its best to wipe absolutely everything out. Right. Mm -hmm. So like multiple apocalypses have occurred and are continuing to occur. But it's just that they're not framed within like the Western settler colonial apocalypse of like the modern capitalist state. Like bombs and go I think off, that's everyone kind dies. Of the rub. Yeah. Yeah, because, and that's the thing is like, this also ties into how like people can literally conceive of the w end of the world easier than they can conceive of the end of modern capitalism and white supremacy because it just feels so incredulously unbelievable, well, which also, is a problem in and of itself. I think sometimes people default to this like, all right, well, if we just have an apocalypse, right? You know, bombs go off, a bunch of people die. It's like a reset, right? It's like a reset. You know, you just re like like Thanos. You know what I mean? And it's that's like, just, well, it doesn't that's just really fascism, though. Right, and it's like it doesn't really work that way. It's like I kind of I get what you're trying to say, but there is no way to just reset society. You have to like rewire more than reset there's a way to reset society you know what you do you kill jeff bezos elon <laughs> musk and the top 10 billionaires and you redistribute the wealth you just launch them out absolutely launch them out there i mean Go that's that's a waste of perfectly good resources and a high addition of carbon to the atmosphere that we don't necessarily need I, I'm, I'm telling y'all like the most one efficient use hurrah. of billionaires is compost right like it's it's childish we're not going to eat them it's bad for you you can get prions you can turn into a cannibalistic monster like that's that's just nonsense what you can do with the rich that's really useful is compost the motherfuckers right yes we have an episode titled compost the rich i have no idea which number yeah. it is but it's a good one i you know i don't <laughs> i don't even know what anything is anymore i'm just living in a fucking blur of like disassociated capitalism now um it could be episode two for all i know <laughs>
it was weird. What did we go out looking for? Something Christmas related and like all the Christmas things were gone. I forget what the hell it was. Or was it Thanksgiving? I can't remember. All I remember is me and Rue were out in a store. I think we were, no, it was Ken. It was Ken. He was looking for Christmas decorations like a couple weeks ago. They were all gone. Like there was just, it was like not even gone in the sense of like sold out, but like gone in the sense of we've moved on to the next holiday <laughs> like we've moved on to fucking like valentine's day and i was like are you serious i was gonna say y'all don't even know that like stores and warehouses aren't even ordering christmas stuff anymore they have pretty much sold everything they're already gonna sell for christmas and they need to liquidate their excess stock which is why boxing day exists and then immediately after that, they're already um, requesting stock from their warehouses that have, like, Valentine's Day stuff. So, like, for example, I, I currently work at Lush. Um, I'm not signed to an NDA, so Lush can gargle my balls and uh, try and stop me from saying anything I want to. I dare you. Um, it, it, so what happens what is... Bath bumps we're, uh, I can tell you that they have a Taylor Swift deal if you're a Taylor Swift fan and they have like a new romantics bath oil or some shit like uh, that. Um, Cause I'll see a product before it's actually officially Lush listed. Stores. Like I walk into a Lush store and I'm like, it's just so much smell. Here's a question. In one Here's little a question. Space. Here's a question. Imagine that. Now ask yourself, what is a factory slash warehouse smell like? I can only imagine. Like, do you wear a respirator? Do you use? <laughs> no. Uh, well, if I may chime in, as someone who's worked in, in at least multiple warehouses, um, they don't really smell like anything. Like, it Ooh, the last smell- one does. I promise you. Yeah, like that stuff is potent. Yeah, Darren, like, uh, I... just, just from walking past the, the store near my therapist's office, uh, he can go into, like, a whole asthma attack just from, like, from when it, like when they open up the door, when the doors are open yeah. in the spring and summer. He's like... We're talking about Lush. Lush let me put it... Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me put it this way. The uh, Lush what? product are all wrapped up in packing paper inside of sealed cardboard boxes. We don't open up any cardboard boxes whatsoever during the course of our day. All we do is pick them up and put them on the skid, okay? I still come home after having worked all day, sweat my ass off, and I just smell like too you much flesh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't smell like I just took a bath. I smell like I fucking have been rolling around in, like, lush waste product. <laughs> it's it's potent it's a lot um and if you're in any of the areas that actually like um pack or process stuff instead of just like shipping the closed boxes it's even more intense oh i couldn't do it i couldn't be working at a lush i'd be blacking out i'd be like (laughs) sorry i've died yeah not to change topic at all but no can we talk about change topic can we talk about threads and how horrible it is like Thank as you. far as like threads. don't well threads is um instagram's answer to x or twitter or whatever the hell um i am suggested every homophobic it got shitty racist, overnight like it got like, fucked up overnight 
So I have something here, mm. and, it, and it freaks me out because I'll be scrolling through all my witchy stuff and my thirst mm-hmm. traps, and then like on Instagram, and then I come to this. My heart is always heavy for the LGBTQ plus community. So much pain, occultism, anger, addiction, isolation, etc. The devil doesn't come to steal from empty houses. I believe most of the LGBTQ plus community are God's prophets, prophets, psalmists, and artisans that have been targeted by demonic agendas. Their true desire is to encounter true love. In 2024, get ready for ex-LGBTQ to flood our churches. <laughs> leaders, uh, be, leaders be equipped to handle this assignment. Discipleship is mandatory. We cannot preach from pulpits of stardom, whatever the hell that means. And then someone asks this person, this do you accept unhinged. LGBTQ people? Oh, oh I know, completely. Unhinged. Do you accept LGBTQ people who like for who they are and how they express their sexuality, or do you love the sin or hate the sin? This person then responds to that person, your sexuality is not who you are. They are God's children. There's their identity and any other identity is false. And that's just one of like the, like, literally, if I go, oh, it disappeared. Yeah, it was weird. This morning I opened up. So I've been on threads, not to be like, I've been on threads since it started, but I was kind of on threads when it first, like once I first got that notification, I was like, all right, let me, let me check this out. And it was nice. It was a lot of like-minded people, you know, like the the circles were good, you know, that people formed and whatnot. It was cool. And then mm-hmm. really these past couple weeks, especially overnight, like I woke up this morning and I was like, I had to block three fucking accounts this morning because that's what I do on threads. Jesus. Like if, if someone is just like spouting like anti-trans, fuck the witches, super, cr- I'm like, just get out of here. I don't, I don't need to see that. Okay. That's not what I want to see. I got to ask because I asked earlier, what is threads? Threads is um it's like a twitter alternative but it's run it's run by zuck instead of musk it's zuck's right look does anything good happen on any twitter or twitter alternative i'm asking for a friend no no because the the one i had before that was like uh i keep seeing this one person uh follow something i forget now but uh he's one of those like um hotep people i don't know if you i I think we've talked about that before Oh, i know what a hotep is and um he was talking about how porn should be illegal witchcraft should be illegal tarot cards should be illegal um what else should be illegal just what do you why don't you just go stick your dick in a vice instead of telling other people what they should do with their life fuck like it, it like it's just it's so like and it, the thing is too is that i i, I noticed because it's not just on threads anymore but i feel as if like um someone said to me, someone said and i believe this that threads became what it is now because that that weird um social media site for conservatives didn't do well i forget what that was called oh yeah uh, blues no not blue sky yeah. um parlor parlor that's it parlor fell apart yeah and they needed somewhere to go and somewhere with a good infrastructure threads <laughs> they went to threads instead and like the it took them is, a while that, though like, yeah because they were hanging out I well they were on twitter but then i feel like a lot of them went from parlor back to twitter because once musk was running it everyone was like yeah we can be fucking assholes and so <laughs> you know <laughs> um but now they're on threads. 
and I don't. But like now it. there's like I was just telling my mom. I said there's this big push now, and I see it on threads, but I see it like on TikTok and stuff too, like um on like lives or whatever. Because there's an occultist on TikTok that I really like listening to, the uh, the Rebel Mystic. He's awesome. I feel like and, um, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. He's really really cool. He's really knowledgeable, <laughs> down to earth, really nice. He's just really cool. And wait a um, minute, wait a minute. I wonder if I know this guy. Let me Google him. Go ahead though. And uh, I, I've been watching his lives, but my because I'm watching his lives, my for you page is now just inundated with different like different lives of different people, mm. like you know, like suggestions or whatever for me to watch. And like so much of it is like, you Christian know, they, they're like setting up this like second war of like Christianity versus the witches and pagan. Like, and I'm just like, are we really gonna repeat this again? You know what I mean? Like, like is this really where we're at? Like. And I know that, like, people are going to be like, oh, it's always been like this. But now it's, like, people are, like, questioning, like, you know, like, you have people saying, like, we should, it should be legal to burn people again. You know, like, it's it's weird. It's weird that, like, you know, what is that whole thing about, you know, you're doomed to repeat the past, mm. you know, when you don't learn from it? I got something to say about this. So a big problem that's going on with this is, like, a lot of Christian people have this myth of being oppressed right mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. they think that they were the noble martyrs of gods who, who god who was eaten by fucking lions and hated by the state of rome all factually incorrect never happened they were tolerated quite well actually within rome which is why rome went and fucking made christianity the official fucking religion of the state after rome collapsed and they fucking continued themselves in the form of the modern roman church Anyways, I gotta tone down my tone. I'm getting a little angry. Um, I mean, I think anyways, like the Christians at first <laughs> were persecuted. They were kind of, you know, looked down upon because they were a splinter were group they? from Judaism. Right? Were they really? Were they really? We don't know down for sure. Historically, I I've watched a lot of stuff on this. Historically, there's no evidence to prove that they actually were. I'm saying right? like Jewish maybe within were. the Jewish community is what I'm thinking. Maybe within that mm. original Jewish community, maybe they're like, ah, who are these Christians? Like, ah, they're kind of weird because we know how people are, right? But I don't know if they were persecuted like to the degree at which they claim. You know? No way. It didn't happen. Like that's one yeah. I I've I've looked a lot into this. There was no historical um persecution of Christians the way that they relate it, right? And they're always looking for a fight. They're yeah. directly oppositional. They've always been like told they're the warriors of God. They're gonna fight to make the nation of God. And they always need an enemy. They always need a target. So if it's not transsexuals. And witches, it's rap music. It's rock music. Think about the Christian reaction to rock and roll music 50 mm -hmm. years ago and compare it to modern Christian commodification of rock and rap. Think about I, it. I just heard a guy on a live. He was, he was Christian and debating people who were Christian phobic or whatever. And he was like, someone asked him, how do you feel about Christians listening to metal music? And he goes, do I think Christians should listen? He goes, absolutely not. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I guess Silly. it just, it's just a weird disconnect for me because my worldview is you're alive here now. Why aren't we trying to enjoy it while we're here, right? Mm -hmm. 
but instead and that's the other thing too like that's what like some of the disconnect with christianity that i don't get because the whole idea is that god created this beautiful wonderful amazing planet for us to live on if that's what you fucking believe that your creator mm-hmm. built this goddamn rock Mm-hmm. For us to live on, specifically, there is no other planet in this solar system which can sustain human life. And here we are. And you are just so goddamn worried about not, like, no fucking, no eating this, and no drinking this, and no listening some, to that. Like, why? Limit yourself. Some people have said that the reason for that is because they're a afterlife cult, I've heard people say. Like, yeah. essentially yeah. what people are trying to get at is that Christians really, like... See, for them, in their in in the radical Christian theology, they don't see this life as like a you good. know how like in Meaning in occultism and traditional uh, and indigenous religions we see right there's there there is d- divinity there is some there is something special about the fact that we exist right life is sacred but when your whole when your whole interpretation of your religion is that everything you do needs to be for your afterlife or you will be put in, in a flaming place that really didn't exist within the original liturgy but like um you know so that's what they focus on is like well i have to prepare myself my entire life for my death mm. and so with that in mind <laughs> You know, when when your entire life is just focused on your end of life. Yeah. You know? How do you it, live not, this one? Right. People have called it a death cult. Yeah. I was going to say that originally, but I, I've heard other... Yeah. It, it, you know. They're so obsessed with not going to hell. Which is weird because, like, if you listen to any progressive... Um, you know, uh, uh, progressive, like, Anglican or whatever, uh, uh, or uni- Unitarian Universalist pr- mm. uh, preachers... Who are trying to 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 and even secular religious scholars, um, who are trying to tell people like there is a way you can do this and not be the person that everybody is afraid and, and angry at. You know, you can you can have this spiritual tradition, but you 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 have to stop with this. And they're like, this is what history shows. You know, educated uh, biblical scholars uh, have read through these these texts and were like. This isn't a thing. This is a thing. This is how this went. This is really how this actually happened. Hell wasn't, it's not a thing, you know, like it wasn't in there. Hell was invented um, to sell purgatory release uh, donations, right? Because purgatory like, release um, donations. I want that That's on the a best t-shirt. way to describe it. But like no, you don't remember when the when the church was charging people for like um purgacy, purgatory forgiveness? I do not recall that. Holy shit. Yeah, like they used to charge people money to forgive them of their sins so they wouldn't have to like cuz like they they came up with this idea that like all of a sudden loving God wasn't enough and like believing in Jesus wasn't enough. You needed to confess your sins. Mm. And if you didn't and if you thinned, you'd have to pay for it in purgatory. So you could pay donations to the church to alleviate your purgatory time. Did you not? Yeah, look it up. See that? Oh, it's a whole fucking thing. I, I knew this already. Catholicism and all. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Coming up Roman Catholic. <laughs> yeah, sure. high five for shared trauma bonding between <laughs> Scott and I. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. I, you know, it, it's it's 
it, I mean, in, like when you put it like this, like when you see, when you look at it sort of like you're in a death cult and, you know, what do you do? Like, how do you talk to somebody whose entire personality is wrapped up in what happens to me when I die? You know, like, you can't. it's like trying to talk to somebody who's having a mental health episode and mm-hmm. thinks that like they're gonna meet Drake or some crazy shit, right? You can't get through to that person. Their delusion is stronger than your ability to reason with them, right? And for a lot of these people, it's not even just that their delusion is stronger than your ability to reason with them. It's that their families and their friends and their communities and their social support structures are all tied up in their religion, right? Because they create a bubble and they they remove people from society and they they keep you in this like tiny little tight community so leaving the church isn't just like yeah betraying your own faith it's leaving your friends it's leaving your family it's leaving your support structures and some of those families are so deeply ingrained in the cult of christianity that they will write their children off and no longer consider them family if they're not actively like going to church and being like a practicing member of the Catholic faith. Like it's, yeah. it's truly fucking insidious. Because they can't, they can't have them having views that are um, contradictory. They can't, mm-hmm. they can't let people, if, if you let, if you let their, if they, their idea is if you, if they let their children, their family members out into the world, you know, you're going to, you know, what if you meet a drag queen, you know, suddenly you're going to like gay people. Well, we can't have that, you know, like. You should hope that you do. Right. Um, so like they, they keep them sheltered. They, uh, you know, they make um, these ridiculous movies. They even have their own movies. Like a lot of the Christians nowadays won't let their kids watch uh, what they call secular movies or listen to secular music. They'll make like um, they have to listen to they have to watch Christian movies and they have to watch and listen to Christian music um, because of ideas and free thinking and free thought and and uh, yeah, um, it, it's it's you know it's disturbing you know and it, by by the way I do want to say that like you know. As a folk practitioner, I'm not like I'm not necessarily sitting here saying I hate the entirety of like I love Christian mysticism. It's fascinating. Um, I, you know, it's funny because I love all the traditions that the church themselves tried to kill because the, the church themselves during the Crusades killed many of their um, the monks yeah, that lived an aesthetic life. Um, many of them also were killed. Um, during you know the Spanish Inquisition and stuff like that for for their heretical theories about God and and um, sometimes even gods mm-hmm. some were were polytheist um, mm-hmm. so I love Christian mysticism because again it's so unlike this sort of uh, the cults that uh, the cults of Christianity um, and it, but it's so far removed you know um, that now it's it's you know. It's very rare. I consider that practice more legit uh, to the actual tenets of Christianity than like when I, when you said the cult of Christianity, that threw my head for a flip because I call modern Christianity the cult of Christ because that's essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like cult worship of this yeah. like personality figure as though he's 
capable of doing stuff that no other people are, right? And it's mm-hmm. interesting that you call the ascetic practices the cult of Christianity because it's much more smaller. It's much more like ritualistic and involved. But like those are like actually the practices where people are giving to charity and like fasting and like actually doing all the shit that their divine texts claim that they should be doing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think up. I think another that... reason why, like, <clears throat> you know, polytheistic worldview and monotheistic worldview doesn't always clash, like, why they always clash is because a lot of it is also really focused on the self, <clears throat> your relationship with one God, <gasps> you and your God. Ugh. That's it. No one else <clears throat> matters. It's like, yeah, you know, respect, love thy neighbor, this and that. Yeah, while you're here on Earth, like, okay, like, that's fine. Like, placate people. But the only thing that matters is you and God. And the only person that can dictate your relationship with you and God is you and yeah, and God. You know what I mean? So it's oh, a very no, 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 personal... No, no. Don't forget there's the priest involved in there. Right. But I'm saying, like... The overall Christian kind of thing. You take all the clergy out of it, right? It's you and God. Because Quakers, they're still can Christian. Can you, though? Like, let's be real. Can you really take the clergy out of Christianity? Because it's been inseparable from the beginning. Especially with their unwillingness to, like, translate the original texts at a Latin. I think you can, be able because to, like... most Christians don't go to church. Most Christians are not what? interacting with clergy on a regular yeah. basis. How can you be... Oh, most I people who are Christian are not going to church. Christians. Very, ch- I, there, there, uh, we, I mean, in Catholicism, we call them, there's a name for it, but essentially, Fairweather, um, Fairweather, there's, there's other names, but like, what do they call them? Um, oh, my, mother went by, my mother went by Cape Christian, Cape Christian, which was Cape Christian. They went to church on Christmas, the Ascension, yeah. oh my god, Pentecost, Easter, yeah, Easter. yeah, 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 that is very, very common, yeah, and uh. You know, that's another thing, you know, but I think I think, Jay, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Are you are you getting at the fact that a lot of the the sort of I guess we can call it like the the, the, the modern radicalized Christianity that we have, um, whatever uh, words. But are you talking about how like it almost like the theology almost makes you selfish? Yes, that is what is I'm that saying. Kind of, exactly. Yeah. So the theology is I, self-centered. I, it's so it's centered yeah. on you and God. No one, nothing else matters. And so you have a sort of polytheistic worldview. This God interacts with this God. You know, if Hera needs help with something, she needs to deliver a message. She's going to say, hey, Hermes, deliver this message. Or, as I understand it, that Iris was Hera's personal messenger, right? And so, hey, Iris, deliver the... You know what I mean? Like, there's interactions between these different gods. They have different areas at which they govern, and they must work together. They have to. Whereas, and that sort of like translates to humans, right? We understand we must work together to survive. We must work together to complete the mission, whatever it is, right? Whereas in Christianity, it's nope, you and God, that's all you need. You don't need anyone the fuck else. All you need is you and God. And I think that's a huge disconnect because as humans, as human society, we must work together. We can't just have God. That's not enough. I also suppose I don't really have a understanding of American Christianity so much as I understand like Christianity as it applies in Canada. Mm. Yeah, a lot of um, American Christian people that I know they do not go to church. Um, 
They're just Christian because that's what I grew up with, and that's what I'll stick with. And I guess I'll do a prayer every now and then. You know, I, shit gets I don't rough. know if this is like something from how I was raised. I never understood that, right? I was always like, my family's always like, yeah, we're Catholic. We're going to take you to fucking church every Sunday. Oh, you're going to go to catechism too. You're going to be a registered member of the Catholic church. You have to read the Bible. You have to go to fucking Bible camp. Like it's, it's tiring mm-hmm. how involved you are in your religion. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, like or here's another good example people who falsely claim to be indigenous or even like actually are indigenous and claim connection to the to like the the culture but then don't actually like really practice anything or like have any real ties you know like or they'll, pass any they'll knowledge say it on. for yeah they'll they'll say it for the clout of being viewed as that thing without actually like being from a community that accepts them you know mm. what i mean i feel like that's kind of similar vein right like people in modern society very often have an intense desire to be seen as something. Mm. They don't want to put in the work or the time or the effort to understand in a nuanced and complete way. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's a lot of people here. Um, a lot of people claim uh, I'm I'm Irish, right? I'm I'm Irish ancestry. What does that well, mean? That means I can drink you under the table. And well, no, that's not really what that means. <laughs> A lot of that I see is coming from people wanting an identity, right? Mm-hmm. Because like nobody wants want. to be an American. Nobody no. wants to be a Canadian. Those are like settler colonial titles within like states that exist mm-hmm. to occupy land for like white people. When you say I'm a Canadian, what you're essentially saying is that you agree with the settler colonial state and you're happy to be a willing participant in it, right? Which is why I've always like really fucking taking a step back from anybody who's proud of like being canadian or american right? i have kind of noticed um, that in my language like i usually will i usually don't say i'm american i'll usually just say like i'm from the u.s or like i'm fr-, you know because yeah, like, who wants to be an american who wants yeah. to be a fucking canadian right yeah like, like, I don't want to be part of a settler colonial state that uses me as a wedge against other people who are more indigenous than me. Like, it's it's a whole bunch of bullshit, and it sucks. And I think it devalues and debases people, <clears throat> right? And so that's why you have people looking to reach back to something slightly further back. And you'll have someone say, oh, I'm Irish, even though they've, they've never spoken Gaelic or set foot in ireland right but they're they're from irish descent and they're diaspora in that sense and i understand that right because we live in such um pain and emotional strife in the modern setting as like colonized individuals because like let's be real if you're living in colonial society you've been fucking colonized at one point or another sorry not sorry um and we're just like we're suffering here and we want better but we don't get better and like, I understand why somebody wants to step away from identifying as that and be like, no, fuck that. I'm, I'm not Canadian. I'm American. Or, I'm not American. I'm British Irish. or like whatever they want to fucking say. <laughs> now, yeah. No one wants to be British. Because... I've realized. So Rue's been got, Rue's got me a little bit into Doctor Who. I've been watching some Doctor uh-huh. Who. And so the, uh, what is it? Capaldi is the current doctor that we're watching. Um, He's a Scottish dude. And it was just funny because I was like, man, I realize everyone hates the British, like the, the British, the English, because like he's a Scottish dude and he was just like ripping on. He's like, oh, you sound so English and you sound so English. And I'm like, man, everyone just really hates the Brits. So honestly, fuck the British Empire. 
Uh, <laughs> fuck them. Fuck every <laughs> empire. Fuck any any colonization <laughs> efforts. Fuck any effort to divorce people from the lands that they're from or the traditions that they had or the cultures that they lived or the languages they spoke. Because they're all inexorably tied to our fundamental human right to know who the fuck we are and where we come from and be a part of a people, right? And we don't get to have that anymore. And there's a massive fucking empty hole in all of us who don't have that. So I see why the Italian American says, I'm Italian, you know? Mm -hmm. I can see why the Irish American says, I'm Irish, right? Because it's a step towards an identity that's not centered in colonialism and consumption and it's an effort to reclaim and remember that they came from somewhere that's older and stronger and more legit that capitalism and colonialism had to attack, had to take them out of, had to supplant, had to lie. It had to do everything in its power to steal that from you. And people want it back. Yeah, it's a shame because like we had the potential for that first like us european and native american like that first inter- like there was so much potential for that to go a completely different fucking way there's still a lot of potential for it to go a different completely right. different way i'll say and it can and it's and <laughs> and the issue is like a lot of like how i said before is like Native Americans, um, at least when I was growing up in school, they focused a lot on like they kind of made it seem like they did they weren't they didn't exist anymore, kind of thing. And I'm like, of course, I mean, but they do. You know what I mean? No, like those huge cities and obviously all of those settlements. No, that those do not exist anymore. But the people still do. It was so there was this weird disconnect. I'm hoping schools are doing better now, but I I've, haven't heard positive things on the internet, so I don't know. No, schools are falling apart. Yeah, um, so that's another problem. Uh, we might just have to start opening our own schools. I mean, um, we don't even want to address the genocide happening and the land occupation right. happening in Palestine, let alone fucking, like, acknowledging feel... what happened here to set up shit. I wish that... Uh, we had the money to pay Weird Al to play his song Christmas at Ground Zero because what a song, right? <laughs> like, what a song <laughs> that kind of just gets... My sister mentioned this to me. She's like, this song gets more and more real every year and I don't know how to cope with that. <laughs> Which song? Like, uh, Weird Al, he has a Christmas song out. It's um, Christmas at Ground Zero. Look it up. I can't play it here because I'm a copyright infringement. But look it up. Um, it's a wild ride. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I do have to skedaddle because I have to get ready to leave because mm-hmm. they're coming at four. Yep, we're gonna wrap. Yeah, up we're also pushing late. We're an hour and a half deep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so just real quick, so I can wrap up my thoughts. Um, let me see. Uh, what I want to say. Oh. If you're interested in reading more about uh, what me and Sophia are talking kind of directly to our listeners, but everyone, obviously, uh, about what we were talking about, about um, the myth of persecution, there is a book literally titled The Myth of Persecution, How Early Christians Invented a Story of Martyrdom by uh, Kenita Moss. Yeah, that's Uh, the one. um, It's a great book. Uh, Academics loved it. Um, She did a lot of research. She spent years on it. 
It's awesome. Uh, if you're interested, there are some people who interviewed her on YouTube um, who were themselves academics or uh, academically related YouTube channels that are, you know, interested in cited works. Uh, what else? Um, oh, this too. Reclaiming. So speaking for for <laughs> the white people, um, reclaiming your personal indigeneity and deconstructing also helps to break the um, this idea of whiteness mm. um when you deconstruct and reclaim your own indigeneity you you start to realize how whiteness doesn't exist it, it's a it's a tactic mm -hmm. it's a trick um and i think that there's a like i think one of the big reasons why many european people kind of push back on us reclaiming it is because i think a lot of them don't understand whiteness in america um it is a very uh the way it is I, it's probably it's everywhere because racism is everywhere but um white does not equal racist. american whiteness is very distinct yeah it's like just and, white does not equal racist and that's sort of like the vibe in america maybe i think i think that the uh assumption? whiteness i maybe I, I don't know i'm just trying to say that deconstruct reclaim your ingenuity indigeneity and mm -hmm. i guess care about other people <laughs> um I'm going to give yes. a quote just on that quick topic um, from an elder I met. There's however many billion people on this planet. Apparently only, I don't know, 10% of them are indigenous. I got a real question for you. What happened to the other 90% of the people and where'd they come from? Right. Right. And what else? Oh, I also wanted to say to everybody, happy Yule. Happy Saturnalia, even though that passed. And if you celebrate, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. You know the drill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole thing. Love you, Scott. Love you, Love you guys. Have have happy times if love you can. You. Yes. I love you. I'll talk to you all soon. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Mwah. <clears throat> and then we were back to three. That was really nice. I'm so glad that Scott was able to. Um... That's a happy. Yeah. It's a Christmas in. miracle. Christmas miracle. That's like a cryptid. <laughs> we're, we're all cryptid-esque at this point. Yeah. No. We just appear on Sundays on the internet and then we fade away until next Sunday. Um, <clears throat> any concluding thoughts from anyone? Because we're, we're a little bit over an hour. Um, I know we got to get these presents ready to go over to Ru's mom's for our little Christmassy Christmas yeah, I'll say roast. two final thoughts here. One, yeah, remember that you're indigenous and that you come from a culture and that you don't need to appropriate other people's cultures to be able to live your own. I don't care if someone says you're just diaspora or you're just an American Irish. That's still where you come from. That's still your people. Fuck those people. Hard, hard take from me right here. No person who's been colonized and assimilated should have to be forced to agree with their colonial state or identity or have to embody it as such right if someone's irish uh, just because their family was colonized fucking however long ago doesn't mean they can't access irish spirituality that's how i see it right like you shouldn't be placing yourself above the people who've been doing it the whole goddamn time obviously but don't be like 
don't be like thinking the answer is to take somebody else's culture, right? It's yours. And like, if you don't know where you come from, because a lot of people don't, we have another solution we need to do. It's not enough to send everybody back to where they come from to look into those things like we should. We have to acknowledge the fact that some people have been cut off from their cultures and can't go back and make something new for them. I don't get why this has been such a fucking issue, right? Like, John Trudell talked about it way back in the day, like needing to make the hallucination, which is like a society that acknowledges being human and re-indigenizes. And I'm probably fucking explaining this poorly, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think that it's fair for us to expect cultures that are already stretched past the point in breaking, like ones that have gone through colonialism, we it's unfair to expect them to have to take on all of those people who are coming back for old traditions. Mm-hmm. We 100% need to make something new to move forward. We can't keep fucking just thinking it's a binary choice of like, go back to the old way it used to be or do exactly what we're doing now. We always have had the ability to make a new world. We've always had the ability to bring ourselves together and identify as a people and make cultures and traditions among ourselves and have that be who we are. We've done it since time immemorial. We need to do it again. Mm -hmm. Our world is falling apart. Colonialism and white supremacy gave us just a fucking tower of cards and everything is collapsing and we don't need to follow the scripts. We can flip it. We can understand that we come from a people and a place. And those of us, like I said, who don't have access to that, we can come together and build something for all of us mm-hmm. that doesn't exclude anybody, that doesn't forces anybody to act and live and think in a colonized way, that doesn't center whiteness, that doesn't center all of the bullshit that goes along with it. We have the ability to do it. We just need to start walking towards it and for what it's worth i think a lot of people are already taking those steps mm-hmm. so with that said i'll get off my soapbox and just say fuck colonialism fuck the state fuck white supremacy fuck elon musk fuck jeff bezos fuck biden fuck trump fuck trudeau fuck the conservatives fuck the liberals fuck everybody who prioritizes money over human life and dignity that's my fucking last statement for the year fuck them all very own brand for the holiday spirit right because we all know the story of scrooge and you know share that money bitch if i if oh man if i could be a fucking wretched ghost that would go around (laughs) and terrorize billionaires i'd be so happy i would be the banshee in their halls screaming bringing them to their knees weeping in terror that's your calling delightful you're calling for the afterlife No, my calling for the afterlife is to be nowhere near human affairs because I'm fucking done with this world. <laughs> yeah, and like, I'm out. <laughs> I, I did my time. Y'all are I'm let I, you do you. I didn't need to be here. <laughs> Y'all sent me back to help out, and I understand. <laughs> I agreed to it. You asked me. It was part of the fucking thing. Don't expect me to fucking hang around here when my job is done. Shit. Back to Mundo. Alrighty, everyone. Fucking off, man. We're gonna get out of here. Catch me in the spirit world. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna Till get out of here. Next year. We're not gonna go to the spirit world, not yet. Um, but we are going oh, to know. be in the holiday spirit. 
Oh. Yeah, okay, I'll say one last thing. Uh, the final, final statement of the year. Hmm. If death was that bad, everybody wouldn't do it. That's interesting. Anyway. If death was really that bad, everybody wouldn't die. Wasn't really... Wait, what? If death wasn't... If death was awful, or sorry, like, the, the, what I'm saying is death yeah. isn't really that bad, otherwise everybody wouldn't do it. Hmm. How could uh-huh. a fundamental no? I I I mean, how could a fundamental part of life cycle be bad? Is birth bad? No. Sometimes is an umbilical cord bad? Sometimes. Sometimes it tries Look, to kill you on the way out. <laughs> but my point being, right? Yeah. If it was that bad, we wouldn't all die. It wouldn't be hard baked into the fucking system, right? Oh, you mean like I yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, because both events are traumatic. Birth is traumatic. That's why we don't remember well, like the act of like coming out into the world, right? You know what I mean? Like we don't remember. It's so fucking traumatic. Oh, neuroscience is complicated. It's it's yeah. There's trauma. There's like neurological development and, and memory. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, right? And it's not like when you're a baby and you pop out, you don't have the ability to be like, "Wow, that was fucked up." <laughs> like you don't. Uh, that's man, why, you probably why you're that? crying because you're like, "Ah, that was fucked up." But you don't. You can't say that. <laughs> and so then. But then, you know, death is no, the I... other trauma and great mystery, right? Because you go through you this thing. You know why I thing. think we cry when we're born? Hmm. It's cold. Because we're back. <laughs> no, because we're back here and we know it. And we, we know it's going to come with it. And we thought we were free of this shit. Really tell me after you die and come back and you manage you know. to spend time in this spirit world <laughs> you mean to tell me you wouldn't be the least bit sad that you're forced into existing on this fucking planet with this fucking system and this level of human misery i'm just saying when like, i go that's through that's probably they're crying they when i go through are. my next reincarnation i'll text you and i'll let you know <laughs> You send me a send me a, a spirit pigeon you know it'll it's more reliable <laughs> spirit pigeon Yes, yeah. I will send you a spirit pigeon, and I will let you know how Thanks. my, my next birth goes. I'll get it when I'm in the goes. spirit world. Yeah, yeah, I'll appreciate that. Anyway, everyone, make Watch. sure you text us in the astral um, in your next reincarnation. Mm-hmm. We want to know how it went. Um, let us know what you are now. So with that, have a good holiday. Enjoy. Wait, I just candles. got a text. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this from, it's, God? It's from God? Henry no. Kissinger. No, it's Henry Kissinger. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's a worm. <laughs> anyway. Merry. Until next time. Whatever, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.